Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Dickey Chasens, the Job Board Doctor, and I want to welcome you to Job Board Geek. It's the podcast about the business of connecting employers and candidates. And today uh, we have a very special guest. We have Jonathan Samuels of Introduced, and he'll be on in a little bit. But uh, first, I want to say hi to Stephen Rothberg of College Recruiter. Hey, Stephen, how are you doing? I am doing really well, Jeff. Good, good to be with you again. Yeah, well, I, I, I would have to agree with that. I'm always happy to be with myself as well. So um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, it, it's a good day in my, in my business when I'm upright. So um, before we get started, I was just going to say, did you see that outrageous amount of revenue that Indeed produced? Uh, they had like 107% year-over-year yeah. increase in revenue in their last financials. Yeah, a little bit of that, and I emphasis on little, was currency fluctuations. But I still think even without that, I think it was like 101 or something like that. So clearly they didn't make the money off of currency fluctuations. They, um, They just, you know, the only thing that they really do well is just execute, execute, execute. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of what surprised me is that a few days after that came out, um, indeed, Ireland's uh, results came out and they actually lost money uh, this this cycle. And indeed, Ireland, for uh, those of you who don't know, is basically all of Indeed except for the US and Asia. All the other places they've expanded to rolled up into Indeed Ireland. And, you know, frankly, I was a little surprised that uh, they had lost money the previous year. They've uh, shown a tidy profit. And historically, Indeed has grown by expanding into other markets. So, you know, I don't know what that means, but I certainly found it curious. Well, coincidentally, um, sales of Guinness and whiskey in Ireland were way up. (laughs) So I don't think that there's any correlation at all uh, between the two of those things. I mean, I just, there's no causation. There's certainly correlation. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if it was Indeed or LinkedIn. One or the other was running a pub. I think it was LinkedIn was was running sort of a pop-up pub in uh, London and also in Dublin to promote their their business. You know, come in, create a profile, get a free pint of Guinness. Maybe Indeed's going to get into that business too. I, I would have 47 profiles, no problem. <laughs> well, okay, enough uh, en- enough of our uh, brilliant insight into the industry. Um, so I want to introduce our guest today, uh, Jonathan Samuels. He's the founder of Introduced, along with the founder of several other companies over the years. Jonathan, welcome to Job Board Geek. It's good to be here and uh, looking forward to hanging with you guys. Jonathan, one of the things that we're trying to do on the show is really spotlight companies that have a non-traditional model. And I think, you know, introduced is definitely that kind of site. I'll call it a job board just because it's a generic term, but you, you know, you're really quite different from what most people think of as a job board. Why don't you give me uh, some background on you and how you came to create uh, introduced and, you know, what's it all about? Why is it different? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I've got, um, I've been in this business for uh, probably giving up my age a little bit here, but I've been in it for uh, about 25 years almost and uh, started off on, you know, working in an agency, learning everything that way. I mean, when you're in an agency, you you learn the good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, I started developing a a real interest uh, probably about seven or eight years ago. Um, using technology to help uh, with some of the pain points of hiring. And not just for um, employers, but uh, the pain points for job seekers as well. 
so uh, that really interested me. And that's what brought me to the point where I am now with uh, my platform introduced. Introduced is spelt without the I at the beginning, like introduced, but no I at the beginning. So, so guaranteed to, to confuse someone like me, if I'm actually trying to write it, I'll be like, ah, how do I spell it? So it, yeah, yeah, exactly. We just wanted that little twist there and, um, and we have it, but the, the platform itself is, um, it is a little bit different, uh, out there. And, um, I think sometimes things need to be, we're more of a platform that we put job seekers and companies together based on personality traits, their Mm -hmm. soft skills and their shared values. I remember years ago that I used to hear about that. And I used to think it sounded kind of corny. I started interviewing people using my own, you know, practicing what I preach. And when I interview people, I don't even look at their resume anymore. I'll take a glance at their LinkedIn profile. You know, my interview with them is to find out who they are as a person. I want to know, you know, what motivates them. I want to know what kind of, uh, what cultural values uh, they share. I'd like to know what, what soft skills they have. So I can really see past just the hard skills. Hard skills, you can teach hard skills. You cannot teach Mm -hmm. soft skills. I've had businesses with cancerous employees and things like that, and they ruined businesses. And when I started interviewing people this way, um, based on who they are as a person, you know, we ended up creating this incredible team. There's a team of uh, 16 of us right now, and all of them are awesome. They're just great people. Everybody's friendly with everybody else. They're helpful. I realized that uh, this stuff is real. I mean, if you want engagement and retention, you've got to look, you start looking past the hard skills and that three month gap in the resume, because there's some, uh, it's really, it, it is not that hard to fix high attrition. So, so how do you guys assess the um, soft skills? That's, you know, that's, I've certainly done this sort of stuff in my past when I was, when I was a hiring manager, but I'm just curious as to how you do this through the job site and how you scale up can be time consuming, right? Um, Yeah, it was time consuming actually uh, putting that together. Um, That's a really good question. So I did, uh, aside from having a strong interest in organizational psychology, um, probably should have majored that in that in college, but I didn't, but I'm studying it now. Um, I, um, I hired, I actually hired an advisor who is a professor at the university, at Boston University. She specializes in building assessments. Her name is Taylor Payton, Dr. Uh, Taylor Payton. And um, she helped build this uh, this assessment that I have. Um, it's part of Introduced. Um, it's a very short assessment. It gets to the point with the soft skills that are important to employers. And um, after they take that three-minute assessment, it shows them 10 different soft skills and where they fall against the norm. So somebody might be, you know, top 10 percentile. So they're 90 percent better than better than 90 percent of the people out there. Um, And um, we have uh, this and that's pretty new, but it definitely gives us a good idea about somebody's soft skills. And then we go a little further and we go into career motivators. And I think career motivators is something that kind of goes together or should 
because um, when you learn somebody's career motivators and what they are, you're going to know if you're in alignment or not you know, with a company uh, interviewing a candidate. So, um, you know, we have little mini assessments like that. We gamified it a little bit and that's how we, uh, we determine that. And then our presentation of that to our employers is done through a really cool, beautiful profile that they're going to get much more information about any candidate that they could have interviewed on their own from our profile alone on our candidates. So Jonathan, I love what you said about, you know, teaching teaching the hard skills. It, one of college recruiters' customers is a big four accounting and consulting company. And mm-hmm. one of their recruiting leaders said to me, I don't know, probably four years ago, five years ago now, that that we can teach a candidate um, or an employee how to read a balance sheet, but we cannot teach them how to be a critical thinker. That revelation to them allowed them to be far more inclusive in their hiring. No longer did they restrict their candidate base to finance, accounting, and economic students. Now, if you were in liberal arts or fine arts or, God forbid, a occupation or a, 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 um, a, a therapist, uh, kind of a major, um, <laughs> that they, they would actually be happy to talk with you. Question for you. If I was a candidate going to introduce, mm-hmm. if I was an employer going to introduce, on the candidate side, do I get assessed before I am looking at that potential job or does my assessment then lead me to, hey, based upon your assessment, you should be looking at these 12 jobs? Or is it more of a, for this particular employer, um, we want you to answer these, this, you know, three minute segment of, of questions and because that's what matters to this employer. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, really good question, actually. So employers, um, we want to make this we want the user experience on our platform to be very simple, as simple as possible, easy as possible. So we don't get it too far into the weeds of um, passing, you know, assessments back and forth between the company and then the candidate. But what we do is when a uh, job seeker um, creates a profile on introduced, they have, um, you know, besides the basic information that people ask, We ask, um, we talk about soft skills, we talk about career motivators, we talk about cultural values that they hold near and dear. And we even talk, we ask them about uh, their, they select the benefits and perks that they like. So they, they make all these selections. And, and once they make the selections, we, we have their information and they go to, we have a jobs page of all of our partner companies. And when we onboard a partner company, they fill out pretty much a similar assessment type mm. type assessments, what their culture is like, this, that, and the other thing. And um, so when candidates scroll down to the different jobs, they see pie charts and show and showing people, showing them how much they match on this on, on this one right here on values, how much they match on the perks they want, the benefits, uh, that kind of thing. And is that is that employer by employer or job by job? I ask a question. Employer by I, employer. Employer by employer. Okay, so yeah. so like a Fortune five hundred company with fifty thousand employees, they would have sort of like one one registration. They'd fill in their desired profile once. If they had a thousand jobs, they don't. They're not filling that in a thousand times. No, no, no. Right, and and actually, in a large organization like that, it would be the uh, particular department like, um, Mm. you know, engineering or sales, 
because um, amongst the big, you know, the culture of a large organization, you've got subcultures in there. And the subcultures would be in the sales department. There's a separate subculture in the engineering department, accounting, whichever. And and I think you said, um, or maybe I saw this on the site, you guys primarily focused on sales positions and tech positions, right? Yeah. So um, I started the platform. It was called, it used to be called the sales club. And mm-hmm. uh, we only had sales jobs. It was only sales jobs. Um, it was just me that started it. This is several years ago. And um, it was great. It went great. And then uh, it was time to add tech jobs. And uh, I'm like, uh-oh, um, I got to change the name. <laughs> so I was trying to think of something uh, that was relevant, uh, that could be relevant for everything. And you know, basically what this platform does is it literally introduces candidates and companies, each one can just with one click, it uh, automated uh, email will go out uh, from the company asking for uh, the candidates, you know, uh, interview availability and vice versa. So it was about introductions. And that's how I came up with introduced. And so now, uh, as Jeff was saying, yeah, sure, we have sales, now we have tech, and we also do marketing. So marketing is our third one. And that's... uh, relatively new. And we'll see, you'll see that uh, we just finished the work on that on the platform and that'll show, start showing next week. And I assume your revenue model is that candidates aren't paying, uh, that this is an employer paid uh, system? Yeah, it is an employer paid system. So um, we, what we want to do is we want to, you know, we deal a lot with, um, with startups maybe, you know, late seed round or, you know, A round, uh, maybe B round. We, you know, they're all in different stages. One has an HR department, one doesn't, one, you know, Mm -hmm. only has one recruiter. So we offer, you know, people can uh, order a subscription, um, a subscription service to the platform and hire as many salespeople as they like. um, And they pay an annual fee or for six months and they can just, you know, pick them off um, on their dashboard. Uh, on the platform. And then we also offer uh, the um, paper hire, which um, not like agencies, but it's just, they're just pay like an agency. It's all done on the platform, but they still pay like an agency mm-hmm. style, uh, what per- whatever percent. And then we, um, you know, we also uh, have kind of an RPO kind of thing where we'll dedicate um, people to these certain startups that have no recruiting help at all and no HR help. And, and we'll step in and do all that nitty gritty work and screen other people's, their resumes from other job boards and do the things that they don't have the time to do. Now, so. originally, weren't you guys just focused on the Boston area? Yes. Yeah. So we're Born and bred in Boston, and we are spreading out. We will be in probably two new cities in mm-hmm. uh, 2022, and um, one city already is in the works. Cool. So we'll have that. We'll have a second city very soon, and we're looking forward to that. And people love what we do. Our users, um, they're fabulous. Our companies, they're, they're awesome. So what we do we want to share with uh, people in other cities. And I really think that we can be helpful to um, job seekers and companies, not just in our area, but everywhere. I can definitely see um, the startups, the smaller organizations. I mean, to me, a startup is both small and young. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. Most people don't think of a small company that's 30 years old as being a startup. Right. But I could sure see a company like that um, getting a tremendous values with the assessments. The larger organizations, I would think that's going to be where your sales efforts become more difficult because they already have their own assessments or they've decided for some, quite frankly, stupid reason not to use assessments. Um, But they'd rather look at a a degree or a school or a job title that you held eight years ago and then try to guess at whether you can do their work. I I think that the the use of assessments is, is clearly growing rapidly because they're so much better now than they used to be. Um, they scale well, and they're far more inclusive. So are you finding that employers are talking with you about the um, improving their diversity and inclusion efforts, which I think you're better positioned to do through an assessment than uh, what school they happen to go to, for example? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, some of our partner companies say, listen, we need, we need more diversity. You know, we're in a position, we're in a great position to be able to deliver all types of candidates because we don't just focus on, like you, like you're saying, what they did in the past. We're more focused about the person. And yeah, there is a lot of bias in traditional resumes. I mean, it's going to knock people out. That could be tremendous. They could be your next superhero in your uh, workplace, but they'll never get that chance and they'll never know because um, that person's resume um, didn't um, did nothing as far as telling the company about who that person is, what their abilities really are, what they can do, not what they've done. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. I mean, in a way, you're you're basically helping these companies hire for people that could really be critical to their long term success. And, and, you know, you're hiring the people that are resourceful, innovative. And uh, I think that's I think it's wonderful. I'm, I'm kind of curious. How did the pandemic affect you guys? Yeah, the pandemic, um, it affected us probably like a lot of people. Um, you know, um, our business, we're the first to know about, uh, <laughs> about slowdowns. Unfortunately, we're the first to learn when things are coming back. But boy, we were dead as a doornail for two months. That two months, the, what was it, March, April, I guess? Um, yeah, would have been. And then um, all of a sudden, uh, in the uh, last week of... Um, May, I think it was, after, after two months, we um, started getting calls from our client companies, again, asking for this or that and uh, needing help. And it just kept building and then turned into a monster year for us. It just, it, it was great. Uh, those two months, though, uh, they sucked. <laughs> I've always thought that uh, your company actually is pretty resourceful because you've had to pivot a couple of times mm-hmm. uh, in the time that I've known you. And, uh, you know, it sounds like, you, you know, you've come out of the pandemic really, really well. So, uh, Jonathan, if uh, people want to get in touch with you and talk to you more about the company and about yourself, um, how can they do that? Yeah. Um, so um, we love interacting uh, with our network. Reach out on LinkedIn. Can't miss me on LinkedIn, Jonathan Samuels. You can just um, send me a um, send me invites. I'll talk to anybody and everybody. I really enjoy that. And uh, my email is Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at introduced.com. And, and that's the letter N introduced, right? The letter N, no I at the beginning. 
That's great. Well, I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. You know, I, I knew it would be fascinating and it was. And um, I believe that Stephen has some reviews of the very first podcast that we released this week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, reviews are really important to uh, podcast publishers. It's one of the ways that the platforms, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify, um, rank a platform for how people um, are going to see them. If they just are looking for a recruiting or, God forbid, a job board podcast, then that's (laughs) they're going to go and some of them are going to type in keywords. Some of them, even if they type in pretty much the exact name of your podcast, if you don't have very many reviews, your podcast might not surface. But Fortunately, um, within a day of our first podcast dropping, um, we had hit our goal for the number of downloads that we were hoping to hit in total. I don't know if that says that we're really great or our listeners are really stupid, but one of them is probably true, maybe <laughs> both. Um, but some of the some of the reviews that we had were um, I thought were kind of interesting. Um, Francis in in Vatican City in Italy um, said, "Finally, my prayers have been answered." Oh. Joe in Washington D.C. Come on, man. You got to listen to this podcast and get vaccinated. Um, Donald in Florida, fake news. Um, Chad in Portugal, I'm super excited about listening to a podcast by two middle-aged white guys. Joel in Indiana, the Job Board Geek podcast, a slice of cheddar and a PBR are part of a nutritional breakfast. Shelly in Alberta, Uh. Canada. I'm excited again about something south of the 49th parallel. And finally, Serge, who (laughs) says he grew up in New Brunswick, but somehow found his way to Western Canada. Well, you have to admit that it's a lot better than poutine. (laughs) You know, I I don't know why I doubt the um, authenticity of those reviews. But um, I, it's probably because I, I, I've known you for a long time, Stephen. So I, if you're saying it's fake news, then um, I don't know. I think you know. I don't know where we're going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's uh, time for us to end this uh, podcast recording. Um, again, I'm Jeff Dickey Chasens, the Job Board Doctor. You can get any of the podcasts that we have recorded, which at this point amount to two on the jobboarddoctor.com slash podcast, or you can look at our uh, site on Buzzsprout. And um, if you need to reach me, you can reach me at the doctor at jobboarddoctor.com. And I will see everyone next time. Thanks a lot. <laughs>